You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This episode of Behave is brought to you by the Trimline Veterinary Recovery Collar. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces, their perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. When it comes to love and attraction, what's your biggest asset? Your smile? Your sense of fashion? Your wallet? Wrong answers. Discover how to find genuine love and happiness. All you have to do is look at the end of your leash. Your ever-loyal BFF, your confidant, your life coach is, and always will be, your dog. With Valentine's Day on the horizon, it is fitting that we welcome a very special guest who knows how to unleash the very best and bring out the true joy in us. Please give pause and applause to the dog expert and founder of Leashes and Lovers, the one and only Cheryl Mathis. Hey, welcome to the show, Cheryl. Well, hey, Arden. Wow. Gosh, I love that intro. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Well, I'm really delighted that you're here too, Cheryl, and listeners, you're in for a treat. Cheryl wears many collars in the dog world, and I want to run down a few. Yes, she is founder of Leashes and Lovers, a must-go-to social online site. Go check it out, leashesandlovers.com. She's an amazing entrepreneur, a radio and TV journalist, a wife, a mom, and now an author. She just wrote the book that you must get your paws on. It is called Leashes and Lovers, What Your Dog Can Teach You About Love, Life, and Happiness. You know what? Most of all, Cheryl Mathis is best friend to you and your dog. So if you're looking for your soulmate or you want to strengthen some friendships or you're curious on how to use your dog maybe as a date bait, Cheryl is here and she's ready to dish out some savvy advice. We're just going to take a commercial break, so sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones, actually. Sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Introducing the Trimline Veterinary Recovery Collar, a must-have for all pets. Known as the soft blue collar, this comfortable recovery collar provides an effective barrier so dogs and cats can bounce back to health safely and quickly from injury, trauma, and surgery such as spay or neutering. Dogs and cats of all ages can eat, drink, and play and keep their sutures and stitches at bay. Cats dig it too. The Trimline collar can even be inverted to not bother your finicky feline friend's whiskers. Great for all sizes, from kittens and chihuahuas to Great Danes, this soft, flexible, and lightweight blue collar is a great substitute for the hard plastic Elizabethan or e-collar. Learn more at TrimlineInc.com or call 1-800-371-0216. That's T-R-I-M-L-I-N-E-I-N-C.com. Plus, it's available at all distributors, so ask your veterinarian for the blue soft collar today. This valuable information comes from your pet. 
there's nothing like a wagging tail or friendly paw to lift your mood. They're therapeutic and make us feel good. Studies show pets even reduce stress, prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and fight depression. So there you have it. Pets are a daily dose of good health and happiness. Pets add life. To learn more, visit petsadlife.org. Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux, you can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guests you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw in the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest is Cheryl Mathis, founder of Leashes and Lovers and author of the new book, Leashes and Lovers, What Your Dog Can Teach You About Love, Life, and Happiness. She knows dogs. She knows people. Cheryl, there's a lot of people out there that are looking for their soulmate, maybe even wanting a little puppy love. I mean, help us. We need your help. I mean, bringing out joy is probably one of the best gifts you could give anybody. Isn't it? And your dog certainly knows how to give that to you. And that's what's so wonderful about the dog is they're so giving. You know, we look to others a lot of times to fulfill us and and make us happy. And yet our dog just seems to know how to do it naturally. So it's really as if like our perfect soulmate is probably drooling over our feet right now. (laughs) And all we have to do is, is look to our dog. And it's amazing how they really can bring us such love and happiness uh, in our life with just doing the simple little things. And And that's why I think sometimes in this chaotic world, we forget that often it really is the simple stuff in life that can really bring you true happiness. Well, let's go back a few. And, you know, back in 2003, you created Leashes and Lovers. You founded that. So bring our listeners up to speed as to what this is all about and what motivated you. Yeah, I'll give you a little history on that. I always had pets growing up and a variety of dogs and ducks, frogs, anything we could catch out in the swampy area behind us. But as I got older and went through school and moved out on my own, that kind of thing, it was a while then before I really felt like I went and got my own dog. And I ran across the greyhound breed one day when I was at work and they just struck me. So I knew that was something in my heart that I wanted to bond with. And so when I got my first greyhound, as so many dog lovers can attest to, which just changes your life. And I knew I wanted to do more. Um, I would take her everywhere. And I figured there had to be other people like me. And since there was an actress as well at the time, uh, I wanted to create a show that would bring people and pets together 
mostly in the dating arena, who were looking for that special someone in their life, but who also was an, an animal lover. And so I made my own TV pilot. And while I was pitching that, which took longer than I expected, I thought, well, what can I still do to accomplish this now? I know there are people out there who want to connect, who are especially dog lovers. And so I came up with the idea of uh, Leashes and Lovers and first started doing events in Manhattan. And it was incredible how it just sort of the grassroots media of it took off where people would hear about it they wanted to come they knew that they could bring their dogs and they were the perfect icebreakers for everyone in the room and and it just grew from there to now where dog lovers can also create an online profile so they can connect with the people or what maybe it's even just the dogs that they want to connect of a certain breed or just to have fun in general someone in their area to make friends, find a date, and hopefully even love. But everyone is welcome at Leashes and Lovers. So it doesn't matter what your situation is. You don't even have to have a dog at this venue in your life. But um, but we know that there really is that common bond. There's something about it. If you're specifically a dog lover, that it's like you're automatically in the same club, you know, and you just right. want to belong. Now, did you meet your husband, Todd, through a dog? Or um, how did you end up meeting your husband? You know, it's funny. I actually converted him. <laughs> so ah, it, can, good girl. <laughs> it, it can be done. He was the furthest person you would think that would end up having a dog in his home. When I met him, and I didn't have a dog at the time, so it didn't stand out to me so much, but I did quickly become aware that he really wasn't an animal type uh, because he was more concerned. If we went around someone who had animals, he didn't want their hair on his suit. He didn't want it in his on his couch. But that's where dogs know how to work their miracle. They, <laughs> they certainly oh, yeah. know how to melt someone's heart once they come into their life. And he's completely changed now. He's a huge animal lover. Well, good. You've trained him well. You are known as the dog <laughs> expert, and that's with a trademark, listeners. I mean, you do have training in the world of teaching dogs to bring out their manners, but you uh, you also have that hidden talent with people because aren't you? Don't you have a degree in psychology? Yeah, I crossed <laughs> both of the good, world. So. One two punch. <laughs> dogs right. <and> people. <laughs> exactly. So uh, right, I have a psychology background, and I'm a certified dog trainer the Animal Behavior College, and there's a lot to it. Um, I think it was just as hard as getting an undergraduate degree, but uh, it was more than a year in the making, and there's a lot of studying, and there's a lot of hands-on, but it's, it's so fulfilling. It's really been a lot of fun becoming a dog trainer as well. Well, we have uh, some uh, six degrees of separation here because uh, Stephen Applebaum with Animal Behavior College, he's been on our show. And uh, you've also had a mic in front of the faces of uh, Cesar Milan and Rachel Ray. They've been guests on the show. I love one of your videos that's posted on YouTube where you were speaking to celebrities like Howard Stern and Richard Valker and others. And my favorite gem, though, was when you spoke with Rachel Ray about what happens when she and her husband are sleeping. Can you recap or summarize what she said? <laughs> yes. And you know what's so funny about that? Because, right, you and I both, we've been um, reporters. I've been a TV reporter, a radio reporter. So I love to just ask people the questions. And I've asked a lot of the dog lovers, too, at, at the parties. But um, at this particular event was when I met both Rachel Ray and Howard Stern at the same time. And expecting that Howard is going to be the one that's going to say something to shock you, right? No, it was Rachel right. Ray. <laughs> and um, I had asked her, I said something, well, don't, and something very simple is, don't you just think dog lovers are more sexy? 
And Rachel right away smiled with this huge grin and was, of course I do. And my, and she said, well, I hope my husband thinks so. And and she was the one who went on and said how their pit bull sleeps in their bed, sleeps between them, and basically said that they had to hire a babysitter in order to get some. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, she's speaking of Izzy Boo. What a great dog and one that really gives pit bulls a good PR agent, if you will. I affectionately call pit bulls meaty cheeks because I do believe they have that wide, you know, Rachel Ray grin, if you will. <laughs> but Howard Stern, I mean, yeah, you know, the shock jock actually was quite sentimental, wasn't he? Yeah, not shocking at all. Actually, very sentimental, uh, very endearing, soft-spoken, and such a good listener. I mean, it's amazing uh, how gentle he is, and it's no wonder that he's as popular as he is, because there's something about him when you do ask the question, he, on the other side, because I'm sure he's the one usually ans- asking the questions, but when he is being interviewed, he is amazing of how well he listens. He gives you such undivided attention, and it's just oh, this incredible feeling that um, very respectful in how he gives his answer. So he, he seems like he really wants to give the best interview possible, and he answered many, many questions and, uh, and some very profound answers, too. Yeah, he did say something, I believe, that he says, your dog teaches you that you have to be giving. Mm-hmm. Yes, that. And then he also talked about a thing that he and I both had in common was that our parents did not want our dogs in the house. And so I went on talking to him about that. And he said it's not that his mom disliked pets or dogs, but she just felt that she was the one who'd end up having to take care of it. And I said, gosh, that, you know, I can certainly understand that because I think my parents are the same way. When we had our pets when we were growing up, they just weren't inside the house. And it's a completely different dynamic, you know, when they're always outside as opposed to when they're in your house with you, sleeping in your bed sometimes, how it really does change things. But he's a huge animal lover now. Well, and I'm glad you're not only a huge animal lover yourself, you're really helping us uh, bring out our best. I mean, the book that you just wrote, tell us a little bit about how we can uh, obtain it. And I believe you have a special thing coming on. Everybody mark your calendar for March 31st. And uh, a lucky listener is actually going to get a copy signed by Cheryl Mathis of Leashes and Lovers if you give me the code word, which is, ready, Cheryl, tell us what the code word is. Greyhound. And why Greyhound? (laughs) Because Greyhounds just melt my heart. I just found some real connection with them, especially. But, uh, you know, of course, I love all dogs, but Greyhounds have been very special for me. They're they're the ones that now that have been in my life as an adult. Okay, so the first listener who emails me at Arden at Ardenmore.com will get their paws on an autographed copy of Leashes and Lovers, the book by Cheryl Mathis. And I promise you, folks, it's going to zip up the charts on the bestseller list because she really has some media advice. Let's talk about what's happening to gear up for uh, the launch of this book. Yeah, I'm doing something a little different. And I'm. this is something that would be great for the dog lovers of the world to not only get my book, which gives a lot of valuable advice from dog lovers who have attended a lot of the Leashes and Lovers parties over the years. Uh, there are five tips at the end of every chapter that give you good, solid advice on how to handle a particular situation in your life. And it crosses all avenues from whether it's your first date or whether you're now living together as a couple 
to even if you happen to break up, who gets the dog, what happens in those situations, and then also how your dog impacts your friends and your extended family too. But what we're doing with this campaign is um, it is going to be released on March 31st. So if you buy it on that particular day, not only do you get the book, but you get hundreds of dollars worth of valuable bonus gifts where lots of other experts in the dog world, even outside of the dog world, are offering up a lot of their ebooks and valuable gifts in terms of what you can learn from them too. And you'll be able to access all those bonus gifts if you happen to get on March 31st, as well as we're going to have a lot of prizes that will be awarded too. So you're eligible for all those prizes. You can certainly go to the site leashesandlovers.com backslash the book prior to that. And you can certainly give us your name and your email so that we can remind you of the big launch day, March 31st. Oh, that sounds great. We're going to be talking to Cheryl Mathis, the dog expert and founder of Leashes and Lovers, about how to make yourself maybe more dateable and what are some doggy do's and don'ts when it comes to romance right after this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life because they're a member of the family. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. 
Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Rachel Ray. You're listening to OB Hayes with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're speaking with Cheryl Mathis and she is the founder of Leashes and Lovers. Think of her as the Carrie of Sex in the City. She is your all-knowing, all helping expert about romance and how your best asset, your dog, is the one you can turn to. I'm not asking you folks to date your dog, okay? I don't care if they're spayed and neutered. There's no kind of doggy sex here. I'm just kidding. But, you know, there's a lot of people of all ages and all backgrounds that really want to find the one, the soulmate. So what are a few tips, Cheryl, you can give people to make themselves a little bit more dateable? Well, one thing I say, especially when you go on that date, is while we, of course, love to smooch our pooch, depending on the person you're on the date with, that may not be such a turn on. So you may want to at least wait on that for, I'd say, at least uh, into the after the first month. Also, the appearance of your dog, and I'm not saying you have to have the best clothing or collars or so on your dog, but I know that naturally sometimes people, when they look at someone's dog, they feel like it's a reflection of what that person is about. So just making sure that the dog is clean, uh, that you do sweep off the couch if they're coming over to your place (laughs) at first. (laughs) You know, might want to get those uh, rolling tumbleweeds picked up or so, just to kind of at least have more of a presentable appearance so that it doesn't seem that the dog is going to be this big impact. Um, And some people completely look the other way and don't mind. But And also, I think one of the key things our dogs do teach us is all about having eye contact. And when we really have a relationship with our dog, we love to look into their eyes and our dogs love to look into our eyes. And so I think immediately when you do meet that new person to make sure that you engage with one another, even if you may not feel that that one is the right one right away to at least honor them and have fun and just enjoy the moment and look them in the eye and, and listen to what they have to say, because we can really learn a lot uh, from each experience that we have. And I think our dogs, you know, we know that they're really the big ones on not caring at the time that what we look like, what we're dressed like, what we happen to buy or give to them, but they just want to spend time with us and enjoy us in the moment. So whether there is a second date or not, at least to have fun in the moment, like our dogs know how to. Yeah, I think you also touched on a couple other things that I've actually witnessed with horror is somebody (laughs) that lets their dog greet their date in a strategically nose position, if you know what I'm speaking of. Right. The torpedo greeting. And the other one, which uh, to me is a turnoff, is to see somebody disgustingly let their dog lick their plate or worse, take a bite off their fork. Have you ever seen that? (laughs) Is the back of your hair going up? (laughs) Well, you know, it it wasn't certainly on a date and I've been married for a while, but I have to admit that one time when my mom came over and I just naturally used to let my dogs lick the plates when we were done. And I think my mother was horrified. And so I, it did sit with me then that I thought, you know, I 
probably shouldn't let them do that. And even though we put them in the dishwasher, for other people to witness that is probably sends a chill up their spine. So I, I no longer do that and uh, try to well, set a good example. <laughs> yeah, if you're, uh, you know, getting ready to go to dog plate licking anonymous or something and you're still <laughs> right. under therapy, maybe do that when your date's not around, but please put it in the dishwasher listeners. That would be great. The other thing I've seen, and that actually happens, is that they invite the dog to sit at the table. They have a seat for the dog. Have you ever had anybody say that? What's wrong with that? (laughs) (laughs) See, again, I think it comes from the perspective. I personally would find that adorable. But again, right, your date may not, your other guests may not. Kind of gauging on what, on a spectrum of one to 10, where do they fall in terms of being a dog lover? My sister had commented one time to me, too, that when they were on vacation and that this woman was holding her dog and let the dog up on the bar at the (laughs) facility. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And she was again she was horrified and so I thought okay I just have to remember not everyone's as much of a dog lover and I guess dog in general we all need to keep that in mind that everyone's not on the uh, off the Richter scale like we are so uh, and it's not a matter of getting crazy with her so but I get, but it's all about manners and for our dogs and ourselves well I'm just I'm just imaging right now your greyhound Shiraz on a bar I mean that's a pretty <laughs> big dog <laughs> well, it wasn't me and my dog, right? It was someone else's dog. She had a small dog. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just clarifying. But there, <laughs> and I'm having a little fun. But there yeah. are some things that uh, for guys and for women, and whether you're dating guys or women, it doesn't matter to me. There are things in your book, Leashes and Lovers, that you talk about that there are certain dogs that the breeds might uh, say something about that person. And I know we have to always do the little uh, caveat that there's always going to be a very, very mellow Jack Russell out there and, you know, a very, very excited, you know, Great Dane. But in general, their temperaments seem to be reversed. So can you give us a little bit of, if I'm a chick and I have a dog, what's it say about me, certain breeds, and a couple for the guys? Oh, sure. Right. And they are, I break them into even five categories in the book. And I put in certain breeds that if you have this sort of breed, it tends to say this about you. And as you said, we can carry stereotypes too far. But um, I break them into the five categories of attention, exercise, companionship, calmness, and love. But here's a few examples, too, that a girl, if you have this type of dog, what it may say about you. If you're a girl and you have a lab, for instance, it usually indicates that you're a little more low maintenance. You're somebody who likes to be outdoors, that you would be loyal to the person, uh, Mm -hmm. and that you're easy to please. Also, if you have a pug, that you're very social, you like to go out and be everywhere. Same with a golden retriever like you, Arden. Yeah, Um, Chipper is Chipalicious. We are kind of a comedy team. So, uh, yeah, she's, she, I call her, well, the golden, she's got body by husky, but personality by golden. Ah, perfect. Mm-hmm. And for the guys, a few examples would be uh, a bulldog, for instance, is really a man's dog. And mm-hmm. he also, too, sends the signal more of being a low maintenance, a friendly, a sweet guy. A chihuahua, even also, too, for a guy, shows that he's perfectly comfortable with his masculinity, that he really doesn't have to prove to the world who he is. Uh, a boxer that is mm-hmm. more, that he would be more trustworthy, kind of an old-fashioned guy. And even a pit bull is a person that, a man in particular, is someone saying that he likes the attention and, mm-hmm. and commands attention in his life. And then just a few examples more under the five categories I was mentioning to you, what they mean. If you're seeking more attention in your life, then the type of dog for you to get is one that 
is a little different where people feel compelled to want to come up and talk to you. They actually want to touch your dog. And some examples of those would be like a Maltese, uh, an old English sheepdog with all of its mm-hmm. hair, an Afghan, even a Chinese crested because they're so unusual. Yeah, then, you've got to touch it. Yeah, I don't know what it feels like. <laughs> exactly, because you don't see them that often and you wonder what is it like to actually touch a dog that's hairless. Uh, and then if you're more into exercise, then that sends more the signal, again, that you, you like to get out. You're probably a little more social. You enjoy the adrenaline about that. And some good examples of dogs to get for you, if that's important, is a Dalmatian, a Lab, a Miniature Pincher, even the Portuguese Water Dog are good examples. And then companionship, there's lots of – these are the type of dogs, too, that if you're – looking for one that you just kind of want to cuddle up to and hang out with and and just want a dog that really seems loyal. Actually, German Shepherd is a good example in that category, uh, the Chihuahua, even a Rat Terrier or, or a Pug. And oh, then, these are great, yes. Keep yeah. Going. Okay, and just two more. Uh, I'll cover them quickly. But there's, I cover many more breeds in the book and give a lot more examples, too. Now, calmness. If you want calmness in your life, especially if you're very busy and you want a dog who rounds you out. Um, and oftentimes, the type of dog, too, that we're looking for is what we're looking for in a mate. Someone who fills us completely. So, for instance, I picked a breed that's more in the calmness category, the greyhound, because and an English Mastiff is a good example, a Great Pyrenees, a Newfoundland, because those are the dogs that actually, even though they seem big and maybe a little scary to some people, they're actually a very calm breed, and they help bring you to another level when you come home, especially after a very uh, busy day. And now then, you, uh, if I may ask, interject, uh-huh. you uh, also mentioned the uh, Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Yes. And I have a friend who's a very busy sports writer, always traveling from one part of the coast to the next. And uh, she got a Cavalier and her name is Sophie. And the joke is her nickname is Sofa because she really is just <laughs> sweet. And sits there and is very mellow. And for my friend Marsha, that seems to be a good fit for her because she really just wants to come home and chill out. So I really like the way you're doing these five categories. And now you've got the last category, love. Yeah, and that was a great example of the Sophie being a sofa. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then the last one I did is love. And, uh, and this is something where... Maybe you're especially in this time of year, too, as we approach Valentine's, that if you really are looking for love and affection in your life, both from your dog and from other people, then a dog that really helps make your heart melt and whatever that may be for you is what you're seeking in this category. And some examples I give are a Bichon Frise, a, a Beagle, the Corgi, mm-hmm. French Bulldog, the Saluki, a Shih Tzu. Even a Westie, a lot of those dogs um, just kind of give that, seem to do something with your relationship with your dog, and then it expands out to how you relate with others. No, I, I used to have a corgi named Jazz, and I swear that was a guy magnet. Um, I think, um, <laughs> and we both have short legs, so that was interesting. And then for some strange reason, I went to Chipper, the golden retriever husky mix, who I jokingly refer to as a corgi on stilts with a tail. <laughs> so I think just like you have the greyhound, do you sense that people sometimes have a certain heart dog, a certain look that they're looking for in a dog? We do. And you know what's interesting is so often it's characteristics about us. We tend to look for dogs that somehow resemble us without even realizing it. And I think it's either what we 
like about ourselves too without knowing it. Uh, for instance, if we tend to have long hair, oftentimes we find ourselves getting the dog that also is long haired <laughs> right. or has long ears or there's characteristics about them. Oftentimes it is physical that is similar to us. And if it's not physical, then it's definitely personality driven. So you and Shiraz, what's the uh, compatibility for you two? I know. I think it's that I, I wish I looked like her and had those long legs. And <laughs> Okay. Um, actually, I would say with her, my what drew me to the Greyhound was that they seemed to me to be very loyal sincere, calm, quiet, but just, I, and I was really wanting at that time in my life, a dog that just would be so happy to walk beside me, want to go where I do. So I guess it mainly, I was looking for that, um, the companionship, but I think what still overrode even companionship was that she was a calm breed. And because my life has been rather hectic, the calmness, especially was what I found most appealing, but you know, and I, I find them just strikingly beautiful the breed itself but you know it's it really is art in the eye of the beholder because i've had some people who don't find that breed attractive but luckily there are so many breeds we can certainly find something to our choosing the akc has lists more than 169 breeds themselves and that's just the ones they recognize i mean as as you know too then there's all the we have the hybrid breeds now there are more than a hundred of those and then the ever-loving mutt which i love so much too the combination of so many of these breeds I call them the who's your mama, who's your daddy dogs, um, <laughs> because you never know what you're going to get. I have, a, I have a mystery mutt myself named Cleo that we actually did the DNA test for a show. And I'm thinking, okay, she's a 12-pounder, looks like a little bit of a terrier, met a Bichon, met a poodle, maybe a Maltese. And the geneticist came back and said, the uh, parents are too mutty to even distinguish, but one grandparent is a miniature poodle. I said, okay, I got that. And then the uh, geneticist started laughing. I said, what's so funny? He said, uh, one grandparent is 100% Basset Hound. I have <laughs> nowhere able to find that. And Cleo, but she does, uh, she does like to sniff around a lot. So maybe uh, it was the nose that she got for the Basset Hound. But it makes for a fun uh, icebreaker. Is there a couple of uh, do's or don'ts you could share with us before we head out about using your dog? I don't like to use the word maybe necessarily date bait, but as a connection, as an extension of who you are when you are trying to find your soulmate or or simply a really good friend who has your back. Yeah, and aren't they really? They they really are the ones who always have your back. I would say some do's for women, um, and I know that a lot of times women like to dress up their dog and sometimes even like to be matching with their dog. I would just say, again, watching where you go with that. So slightly matching is great and definitely catches the attention of people and looks very attractive. Going too extreme with it, maybe a turn off to yeah. some people because it could signal either being high maintenance or also to a guy, in particular, if you're looking for a date, it may send the message that you're wanting to start a family right away and have a baby. Now, that, oh, could, really? be a, that could be a good thing. It depends, again, you know, if you feel very strongly about that and really want to um, send out that message, that's one way of doing it. And then with guys, also dressing up their dog or putting on a sweater or some cool collar is very appealing to women. But again, knowing how far to take that and where you cross the line with it, so not too much. But it, it also shows that you're you're fun and you're willing to um, jump out of the comfort zone a bit and be there for women and show that you want to have a relationship. 
That sounds great, Cheryl. We are speaking to Cheryl Mathis, and she is the founder of Leashes and Lovers. you got to go dash over to that site, leashesandlovers.com, and uh, pay attention to the date, March 31st, because that's the day that her book, Leashes and Lovers, What Your Dog Can Teach You About Love, Life, and Happiness, hits the newsstands, hits the world. She's going to make this book rocket up the charts, because guess what, folks? We need her advice. And on March 31st, that's the special kickoff date that you're going to be able to also win prizes and lots of other goodies. Just go to leashesandlovers.com backslash the book. Is that correct, Cheryl? That's absolutely right. All right. And uh, I also have to say that I am wowed by what you do in one day. Do you sleep ever? Because you are <laughs> an expert in dogs. You are a, an amazing, successful business entrepreneur. You're a mom, you're a wife, and your dogs think you're a rock star. Did you ever think this was going to be your life? And what's your thoughts on that? You know, I, I had no idea when I got my Greyhound that it would turn into all of this. <laughs> but I think we know how dogs mean so much to us. They're so giving and with their unconditional love and how they're just so happy to greet you at the door. And those are the kind of things, too, I explain in this book why that matters so much. It's actually on a very deep level why that affects us so. Just they're coming to the door and being the first one to usually have that smile and that greeting. But it's, I know you mentioned all those things, but I'd have to say what's so great about having a dog is they're so easy to please because they just want to be with us. They just want to see us. And, you know, they're happy with whatever food treat we give them, whatever right. we cook, whatever we cook for them. I even joke a lot of times that, you know, they don't mind who your friends are. They don't mind who your in-laws are. Uh, they don't even care if you gained a few pounds over the holidays. If you wear sweats every day, they just look at you as if you're the most magnificent person. And, you know, how can that not make you feel better? Yeah. And I think the other two take home messages is, you know, they really do teach us to live in the moment. I do a lot of uh, dog parties. I go all over the country and I wrote a dog party book and people actually have to live in the moment at a dog party. And the other lesson I think you bring out very aptly in your book is you, you need to let go of the leash, if you will. Sometimes we just cannot script every moment of every day, right? Exactly. And we naturally, we want to be the leader and we know that we want to tell them what's right and what's wrong and to be that good um, model for them. But what they can really teach us is exactly to let go of the leash sometimes in our own life. Don't feel that you have to control everything about your life, that you don't have to control how others may react to you, but to just let it sit. <laughs> right. Sit with it for a while. And, and when you come back in a calmer demeanor, then things don't seem as crazed. So it's, it's amazing, really, right, that what we can, what we can gain from them by that, what seems like a glob sometimes on the sofa or in their bed, <laughs> just, you know, laying by our feet. And I'd have, to, it's so funny because even in everything I do as I sit here at the computer or throughout the day and, and Shiraz, who, is in her bed just next to me looking up, but it's like she almost knows the right time to come up and and insist that I rub her ears or, or do this. And at, at the time, you know, it's almost like, oh, I can't be bothered with this. And then you start to do it and then you realize, no, you know what, this is what life is about and this is what's so rewarding and remembering to take those few minutes here and there and give yourself a break. And, and uh, you know how they talk about too, how a dog, petting a dog is so 
good for you in terms of lowering blood pressure for people to lowering your stress to even the thing I love the most is they say it makes you smile and it makes you laugh, which actually then massages your facial muscles and it brings more blood flow to your face. So it actually helps you look younger. So it's like not only does your dog enhance your life, but, it, but your dog can even make you look younger. Hey, Chipper, come over here. I need to get you to look younger. I look forward to meeting you in Shiraz sometime in New York. I do get out to the coast there. And uh, listeners, again, you can get your paws on the autographed copy of Leashes and Lovers by Cheryl Mathis just by simply emailing me, arden at ardenmore.com, and put in the code word Greyhound. After all, that's Cheryl's cool dog's breed. And please dash over to leashesandlovers.com. You're going to learn more about Cheryl Mathis. She has Fetch a Friend and Fetch a Biz, a whole bunch of things. She knows dogs, she knows people, and she wants us all to be the very best that we can. I also at this time want to give a shout out to a guy named Kevin from Tennessee who's a professional pet sitter who I met at the NAPS conference in Orlando who says he downloads the show every week and listens to it while he walks his client's dog. So I promised you, Kevin, I am honoring my promise. Big shout out to Kevin. He's a cool guy. Thank you, Mark Winter, my producer. He keeps me sane and makes the show sing every week. And most of all, I really appreciate you listeners. We have uh, zipped up our number of listeners. Uh, We're growing faster than fleas on a Labrador. That's great. In addition, I want all of you to dash over to the PetLifeRadio.com network because if you want to know about lizards or birds or fish, oh my, we have everything you can imagine and we have great hosts. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's Oh, Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com.